This is Allison June Smith, and you are listening to the Yuck Yucks Comedy Podcast. Sign up at yuckyucks.com to become a VIP member for a chance to win great prizes every month. You will also receive discounts, special offers, and notifications about special shows before they are announced to the general public. Be sure to visit us at www.yuckyucks.com. Twitter. Twitter. And follow us on Twitter using hashtag YYCP. What's going on, my little yuckamaniacs? This is your host, Jake Hirsch. Welcome to the Yuck Yucks Comedy Podcast. I thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of my soul, for joining us this fine week. We've got uh, we've got a bit of a uh, makeup podcast to do. My good friend, Mr. Brett Forte, uh, is in studio uh, today. Uh, well, with his podcast, this episode, I guess he's not in studio today, but uh, he actually came out to uh, Casa de la Hershey. Uh, and sat in at the studio, and we were able to do a proper podcast with the proper microphones and the whole nine yards. Anyway, we went long. We were having such a great time that we ended up, uh, I think, going probably 45 minutes, an hour, something like that, uh, which is, I think, in my mind, just like the perfect time for a podcast. Some people like doing it, you know, 30 minutes. Some people like doing it an hour and a half. Rogan goes like three, four hours, man. Big shout out to my boy, Joe Rogan. Um like me and Joe are pals. I've never met the guy in my life. Um, no. Uh, but yeah, some podcasts go for three, four hours, something like that. Uh, I think if you got, um, uh, I don't know. I think uh, like Joe set the tone for his show like that. So I think people just expect uh, Joe uh, Rogan's podcast to go three hours. Uh, I think that uh, you can really get down the rabbit hole with people. Uh, uh, with this show, obviously, um, you know, there's certain situations where, you know, I, hey, I'm in the back of the club and, uh, you know, they're shutting down here in 20 minutes. So we got to get out of here. Uh, there's some guests that I've talked to that I'm just like, wow, I could talk all freaking day long. I try to keep it around the 30 to 45 minute mark. I kind of figure that's enough time for people to kind of stay engaged and pay attention. Uh, but I mean, as you could tell, I mean, look at last week, Cal Post and I, we went for, I don't know, it was like two hours or something like that. It was crazy. Uh, but there's just some guests that if I have the time and I, you know, we're not doing anything and, and, you know, we got nothing on the books afterwards. Uh, Hey, let's sit and bullshit for an hour. I think it's, it's fabulous. Some people, man, the stories, conversations you hear, uh, is is just, uh, incredible. Hey, we've got a lot of episodes saved up. Um, I've got, I'm probably like two, three weeks, uh, ahead right now. Um, so I've got a few in the can. So if you do hear people plugging dates and stuff like that, my apologies, I try to get these out as soon as I can, but obviously with one a week, you know, we're not popping off uh, three or four. So, I mean, sometimes uh, we can get these dates in. And if it's an important uh, show or something like that, I, of course, uh, try to plug it as soon as possible, try to get out there as soon as possible. But uh, sometimes my hands are tied, folks. Uh, what else is going on? Um, yeah, just shit. I've been overwhelmed. I have been uh, <laughs> I'm feeling very overwhelmed right now. No, it's been great. I hit the ground running. Uh, we got some shows. We got the festival coming up. We've got uh, so much stuff going on. Um, and hey, big shout out to uh, all the people across Canada, all the Yucks clubs. I want to welcome the Victoria Club. We just opened up a club out in uh, Vancouver Island, the uh, Victoria one. It made the news. It was uh, wonderful. If you are in the uh, Victoria uh, area, I know I got people that are going out there on vacation. I told them, go to the club. Go check out who's playing. Uh, they get all the same acts as uh, all the ones across Canada do. And I think we're up to like 15 or 16 clubs or something like that right now. So 
uh, it's impressive. It's wonderful. And I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm blown away that, that uh, Canada has got a national comedy chain such as Yucks. It's beautiful. Um, uh, what else is there? Uh, yeah, actually there was crazy. There was a big storm today. And, uh, apparently one of my neighbors in the cul-de-sac here got zapped by lightning. Not him. Don't freak out. Uh, the neighbor's house, I believe the roof, anyway, uh, fire trucks were out there. Global news was <laughs> like, what are you going to do? You going to interview the fucking fire? Huh? Come on. It's on a roof. Christ's sake. What are you going to do? Uh, how is that interview going to go down? Uh, yeah, I was, uh, sitting, uh, well, I was just sitting there watching, uh, watching TV, uh, masturbating probably. Uh, uh, yeah, I was sitting there watching TV, watching the old tube there. And, uh, then I heard lightning strike and, uh, that's about it. <laughs> like, like what, what question could you possibly ask? Uh, anyway, thank God there was no fire. Uh, it, uh, it, apparently every, everybody's safe and sound and, uh, and, uh, it, Hey, I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I hope there was no damage done to, uh, to their house. Uh, they seem like uh, very, very nice people over there. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's just funny what you see media wise. Um, you know, they'll try to make a story out of anything. It seems like, <laughs> Hey, what about South of the border? I haven't talked about politics in a while. This God. Damn Donald Trump, man. Unbelievable. And it's funny because uh, California is kind of a weird place. Uh, I got a lot of friends out in California. Obviously, that's uh, you know I was born and raised out there uh, for the most part. But I got a lot of friends out in California, and they're all on my Instagram, and they're all on uh, you know, uh, a lot of my social media and stuff like that. Um, the funny thing is, is that California is a pretty weird place. Uh, they've given us Ronald Reagan. They gave us Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, Republican state, but it's a very, very liberal lifestyle, it seems like, over there. You know, people are a little bit more laid back out there. I don't know. Maybe it's people with the money that are making the decisions, but uh, historically, they've uh, been more Republican, conservative. Uh, And now... Uh, I'm looking on my timeline and all these, uh, you know, uh, Instagram posts and stuff like that, and people are just like anti-Hillary Clinton, which I think is is bad because I think uh, she's clearly a lesser of two evils. Um, and uh, if uh, hey, if I can sway any votes out there, I'm telling you right now, Hillary Clinton is miles and ahead of Donald Trump as far as uh, compassion, humanity, uh, world politics, and uh, and policy. So I, I hope. Uh, if there are any American listeners on this program, and I'm sure there is, uh, please vote Democratic. Uh, I cannot stand to see this guy run the country uh, and actually probably ruin the country. Um, but yeah, they got a lot of shit going on down south. Um, you little Canadian comics here, you be happy that you're living in the land of the of the peaceful uh, months away from legalizing marijuana, healthcare, uh, take care of their poor uh, country. Okay, be happy. I'm happy. And uh, I hope you guys caught my uh, Canada Day post uh, from a a very uh, grateful immigrant to your country. Thank you for having me. Happy birthday, Canada. I just went on a huge rant. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's like 1 o'clock in the morning, and I'm just completely blitzed on Starbucks. So anyway, folks, today's show, Brett Forte, we bring him back, my good friend. Uh, we had a bit of a you know podcast audio problem. So Brett came out, uh, like I said, in studio, and uh, we get to talk comedy once again. But this time, we go down the rabbit hole. We start telling stories. We uh, It's beautiful. Check it out right now, folks. Mr. Brett Forte. 
Yeah, you like this setup or what? This coffee you got me. Spanish coffee? Yeah, you like that or what? I'm used I drink instant coffee. Do you? No name. <laughs> or compliments. Compliments. <laughs> Instant coffee every day to just slam my body awake. Is and that this... the one with uh, you just add hot uh, water to it or something? Yeah, that's it. No shit. What? Mm-hmm. So you so you're not like the like you're like a morning person at the radio station. You don't have to get I up was. at four o'clock. Did you? No, no. For two two over two years, I had to get up at oh sometimes three thirty a.m. Some fucking ungodly number, huh? One time I was biking to work at four thirty in the morning. Like it's <laughs> it's awful. That's over now. Jesus I, I do Christ, like an afternoon. biking to work at that ungodly. Are there even like Starbucks open at that time or anything? Okay, I don't obviously wouldn't care. You, yeah, I guess you drink the instant shit, <laughs> yeah, don't you? I'm motoring right by that Starbucks then. <laughs> you, I gotta say, you, uh, you got a nice setup here, man. This Thanks, is dude. like, this feels LA to me right yeah? now. Yeah. The fact that I drove 40 minutes to do a podcast. <laughs> that like, is very but LA. instead of like driving from like LA to Newport Beach, I drove from. Calgary to Canmore. Have right? you spent any time over there, Red? Have you checked out LA before? You've been, been to Newport Beach, been to LA, yeah. No shit. Got a couple American buddies living down there. And, no way. Uh, beautiful. Oh, isn't it great? Oh, it's like I looked at it like I was the whole town's in an Instagram filter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's in Thank uh, you. Valencia. That's the best fucking it's, description I've ever heard. California's in Valencia. Right. And we're up here just like no filter. The women hate it. They feel they feel naked. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I'm sure, like, if a California girl moved up here, she'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but you know what's funny? I don't though? look good. <laughs> it's the exact opposite for, uh, for uh, uh, I find that for black guys. Because, like, down in the States, nobody gives a fuck if you're black. Nobody cares if you're Mexican. But in Canada... Or Toronto. Seen... <laughs> or Toronto. That's or Toronto. Yeah. But what I've seen in Canada, man, it's like women love black guys here. I mean, like, if you play for the Stamps, I mean, you're not making millions of dollars. You're kind of a local celebrity, but like black guys that live in Calgary that are kind of, they know how to dress, they're cool. We're not talking about the, yeah. the Nigerian guys who are wear, still wearing FUBU stuff. We're talking <laughs> about the, the guys that look like Blair Underwood who are driving around. And I'm just like, dude, women love black fucking dudes, man. Yes. They love black guys. They I like color. I went to junior high with a girl who went through a black phase in grade eight, and it was vicious. And it was too early. We were all like, "What the? F- yeah, you're, you're grade eight. You're, you're hitting this way." And she's too like, early. "I want that black dick." Like she's grade eight, no way. and we were terrified as guys. We yeah. were just like, we didn't know how to deal with it, and we were scared. It was almost like an alien invasion. We were like, "Oh my god, they're yeah. all gonna leave us for black guys." <laughs> Danielle, and Nicole, now are you kidding me? That's two. Like the words getting out. <laughs> And thankfully, it's Calgary, and there's not that many black guys. There is. So I stayed here. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good plan, man. That's a good plan. Yeah, because we talked last time about this. You're you're a Calgary guy, right? Born and raised. Born yeah. and raised. That's like a fucking rarity now. And dude. roots, like roots that are deep. Yeah. What part of Calgary was that from again? Uh, Sonalta. I grew up in 12th Avenue and 17th Street, and there was a lot of action. Oh, that's a right. A lot of action growing up in that apartment. <laughs> Uh, you know the Beltline Rapist story. Yes, yeah. Two doors down for me lived the Beltline Rapist. That's fucking okay. Crazy, man. Uh, guilty of raping like a 12 year old and a 13 year old girl. Jeez. And then apparently had his sights set on me. Yeah, that's what the, I, don't know how I feel about that. Last, but yeah. Dude, that's, uh, that's fucking scary. Dude. And you watched, were on someone's yeah. hit list, man. And you watched me like walk to school in the morning with another guy. Ended up breaking into his house, getting caught for that. And they traced him back to the house and realized, oh, you're more than just a burglar. You're 
You're an actual predator, yeah. man. Yeah. That's crazy shit. What did your parents think when all that shit went down? Were they just like, I can't believe this happened? Or like, ah, right on. At least he didn't grab you. I <laughs> think, yeah, relief for sure. <laughs> Big relief. I'm kind of like proud your of Your dad wanted now. to go fucking whip his ass? Because your dad's a man's man. He is a fella. He's a, he's an, a 80s, an 80s action hero. Yeah, that's Brent. right. You know who I picture like that? Uh, I picture your dad to be kind of this mix between Kurt Russell and like a... Uh, 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 like maybe like a John Schneider from the Dukes of Hazard or something. Just Kurt, like so, you know, Kurt Russell's one of his favorite actors. Is it really? So like you're Snake, so bang on. <laughs> yeah. Snake Plissken. Oh yeah. Man. Yeah. Escape from New York. <laughs> All the good ones, man. Big Trouble, the Little China. He was a man's man back in the day. Yeah. Kurt Russell was that flowing locks of hair and the fucking beware the BVTs and the yeah yeah man. That was a man's man back. Whatever happened to those guys? There's not many of them left. Well, you know what? I saw just saw Kurt Russell on like The Hateful Eight or something like that. I think okay. it was a Tarantino flick. What a shit long movie that was. That was. They could have sped up the ending by about two hours and just put the ending right after the stagecoach yeah. drive, and I would have been fine with that. But there was like eight chapters of stagecoach <laughs> driving, and then all of a sudden Samuel Jackson gets his dick sucked in a field, and mm-hmm. then everyone dies. That's the movie. That is a perfect explanation Typical for Typical Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Half the time I'm just like, what the fuck? Half the time I'm thinking, Tarantino is a fucking genius. And the other time I'm thinking to myself, <coughs> this guy is fucking insane. And uh, there's some weird mix between the two that's very attractive to me to watch in a movie. It's weird, man. I don't get it. Sometimes I'm just like, <coughs> holy shit, this is a genius movie. And other times I'm kind of get annoyed by it, you know? Like sitting around for two fucking hours uh, waiting for The Hateful Eight to end. Uh, but... You gotta admit, man, he pumps out some pretty decent shit. He does. He does he some does. pretty crazy stuff, man. Like the Kill Bill. You know, Apparently, he's got the thing with feet. I was seeing online. Does he really? A lot. He's got a scene in every movie. Think of <laughs> like feet. Uma Thurman. Remember when she's wiggling her toe? I heard Uma Thurman was like his muse, his inspiration for film or something like that. Oh, now crazy. we're getting real LA. We're, getting, we're so right. LA right now. <laughs> wow. You know what's a big LA thing, man? When I was down there, my cousin was drinking uh, coffee through a straw. Because the teeth. Exactly. Thank you. My dad you does that. My father does this. No way. Yeah. Is that part of his? Okay. Thing? Brent might be like a bull on the outside, but he's got he's sophisticated on the inside. <laughs> he's dainty. Okay. He flosses every day. No. He's a smart man. He's yeah. just he's to the book. <laughs> he wears uh, teeth like um, like a retainer. He wears like what Steph Curry chews on during a game, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. mouth guard. Yeah. When he drinks his coffee. To even, and with a straw as well. He's got double protection. No way. It's hilarious. And so it's stained brown. Like the, yeah. the, you know, the, Get out of town. Oh, man. So your dad does it. Yeah, he reuses floss too. He's, no. a, he's a maniac. He'll use it once and set it down and be like, oh, that's still good for later. <laughs> he's so tight with money, man. It's incredible. Did you, did you find that that stuff rubbed off on you at all? Well, yeah. I did some... I was a shyster growing up. As Were you a kid. really an absolute? Tell shyster. me about There's this. Stories man. I can tell you right now. They're they're not gonna make me look like a good person. <laughs> okay, we'll start at the worst. You want the worst? Okay, let's hear the fucking worst. There's here, lots. Man. There's lots. I stole lots. When I was a kid. <laughs> okay, so I'm 12 years old. Another kid's 12 years old. It's grade six. Right. Um, we'll call him Doug. Okay. Yeah. Call him Doug. Doug uh, wanted to be number one in everything. Couldn't right. be number one in anything. He just wasn't. <laughs> he just wasn't right? blessed. So, uh, and he had a thousand dollars cash on him. 
right. at 12 years old because his parents shit. were rich and they gave him a massive allowance and he didn't have any friends to spend any of that money with. Okay? I became his friend, started to wonder in my room, how do I get a cut of the action? How am I going to get in on this score? You oh, know? No way. I had to. So you're thinking in terms of like, I got to set myself up here. This yeah. is, wow. So I'm looking around my room. I see some marbles. I go, there we go. Right. I can work with these. I make up a lie. I say that there's this marble collecting league, okay, that there's these collector marbles that are better than the ones that you find in the store. They're hard to find. But I said, man, I said, uh, oh, what's his real name? Uh, I said, Doug, I said, Doug, we can do this. If you get in early with your money, you can be number one in no time. You can lead the How world. How old were you? How old were you? Twelve. You can lead the world in a you know, marble collection. <laughs> and he went, let's do it. So I told him that there is a store on McLeod Trail underneath another store that right. only I'm allowed access to. <laughs> I will buy the marbles for you. Don't worry, Mitch. I'm your friend. <laughs> okay, you know, his name's Mitch. I've already said the real word. I can bleep it out for you, man. No, it's actually fine. It's fine. Holy I don't fuck. care. I, I can't I, believe you're building pyramid schemes at 12. So I'm selling the marbles, dude, for the, at the height of it, at the height of the scheme. $30 for one boulder marble Holy for one of the big shit. ones. You've okay? got him convinced to it's, pay those 30 Those are bucks. I'd have to go to Home Depot for those. They're just ball bearings. Hey, put that mic up a little bit to your mouth. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking dynamite. So I'm about, four, <coughs> I'm about $400 in of selling this kid marbles. He gives me a call. He goes, Brett, you got to come over here. You got to see what I found. I had right. no idea what I was walking into. He's holding up a bag of marbles. And he goes, look, dude. The same marbles you sold me yesterday, I just found at the Toonie store for two bucks. <laughs> he goes, we got to go there and buy more. Oh, my God. No way. I'm so close to being caught. <laughs> and I just grabbed the, the marbles, and I went, uh, you know what, Mitch, you're right. These are close, but you're a smart guy, right, Mitch? You're a smart guy? He's like, yeah, I'm a smart guy. I was like, yeah, you're a smart guy. <laughs> hold one of my marbles in this hand. Hold a marble one of your marbles in the other hand. You're a smart guy, Mitch. You tell me. Is there not a difference in quality? The Shut luster? The, fuck the up, luster, dude. Mitch? You're a smart guy. And he went, you know what? You're right, dude. Dude, you're right. I said, Mitch, you're lucky you didn't mix in this batch. With your batch, we'd be here all night sorting them out. He goes, man, you're right. He throws them in the garbage. I swoop them from the garbage, sell them back to him the next day. Shut the fuck Full up, profit. Dude. No way. I'm telling you. So I got $700 out of them. Dude. And then eventually his mom was cleaning up downstairs. And she goes, Mitch, this is a lot of marbles. Like, what's going on here? He goes, oh, yeah, that's $700 worth. Brett sold them to me. Oh, my God. She goes, threw you under oh, the bus. what? Excuse me? Go get your money back, you idiot. No way. And he confronted me, but you know what? There was no paper trail. I was clear. <laughs> I denied the whole thing. And uh, within months, I was clean of that. And so I put that $700 in the bank, and I just figured out the other day that like that was my first bank account that I ever opened. That led bucks. me to a condo. I yeah. bought a condo with, with, the with start of that marbles. That was the first money I ever made. No way. So thank you. That Mitchell. is a great story, man. Uh, I can't – I don't think I'm torn. many – Here's the thing. I've told that to other people before, and they're just kind of like, did you hear about Brett? Like he's like not a good guy. <laughs> And I honestly think I did good. I te taught that kid a lesson. Dude, that's like... You uh, fucked up. Dude, that's like Trump fucking U University right there, man. <laughs> that is the, that's the best. Oh. That, the fact that you had that thought process at age 12 yeah. to fucking swindle somebody and then sell them back. That was the, a big move. That was a power move. What? So what... 
<laughs> no, but this idiot. I've seen these stories before where it's like uh, you know they the you know uh, Dateline NBC puts a puts a lipstick camera under the hood of a car and they bring it to a shop and the mechanic uh, you know lies and says you know there's something wrong with it and right. as they're being confronted with the video evidence. They just got this look in their face like, oh, fuck. Like, oh. And then they still, once in a while, pull the, oh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but that's not, yeah, that no, that's not me. And they're like, what are you talking? Like, that's, the ki- that's you on camera. They're like, uh, no, I don't know. When he was confronting you on the marble situation, okay. where was your fucking head out here? Yeah, I'm a lot better than those guys you see on the news, okay? I, I'm i not cracking. The fact that you maniacally mastered around this, man. What One was... time I was just straight up, I stole a pair of glasses from a store, and I and I didn't even plan on it. I was with a bunch of my friends, and we walked out the door, started walking down 17th Avenue, and the guy came up running out of the store. He said, hey, man, those glasses you had, like, did you... Uh, did you take them or, or where, where are they? Like, are they back in the store? And I go, yeah. oh yeah, they, they should be up on the wall. He goes, no man, they're not. I saw you with them. I was like, oh, you know what? The changing room. I went over to Trevor. He was trying on a shirt. They'll be right there. I said, here, I'll come with you. I'll yeah. come help you look. Called this bluff. Right. Stared him right in the face. He went, no, no, it's okay, man. Like, don't, yeah. don't worry about it. If you didn't take me, to take him. I was like, dude, I can honestly come back and help you look for him right now. I'm telling you, they'll be right there. He's like, no, it's cool, dude. Like, have a good one. <laughs> dude, that is okay. slick, man. That's awful. I don't even feel good telling that. But... No, no, but I'm talking about, like, the, the actual brain behind the operation to think like that at that age, Yeah, right? heart beating a million miles an hour, but face showing nothing. You, for you sure. You had to be like what? that. But don't you think, okay, selling that kid $700 worth of marbles taught yeah. him a lesson so that maybe as an adult... He didn't like go oil. I'll just put all my money in oil and then <laughs> like out of money. Like to think just a little bit before <laughs> buying something stupid when it mattered. Oh man, you I, know I you know I think you'd hope that that uh, that that story would uh, or, or that lesson would drive home to him. But I don't know. I don't know if lessons stuck with me when I was that age, man, twelve, thirteen. Because like here's the thing though, like no, you don't bite. You don't lock up your bike. It gets stolen. Uh, learn. Lock up my bike. That's no, no, no. a lesson you But learn. I mean, but like, but to a kid who's fucking getting tons of dough, I mean, they don't really, do they really, it's, okay, let me put some perspective around this, some context to it. Okay, let's get uh, context. Here. I was working at the University of Calgary a long, okay. long time ago, right? Came up here, came up to Canada, got a job, University of Calgary, was working for the Division of Applied Psychology. Wow. I go to the gym. I'm going to the gym every day because all the, you know, you get free gym, gym shit, right? And this other guy was there, and uh, we become buddies, whatever, right? Workout buddies, whatever. And I start training him in, like, mixed martial arts and boxing and all this type of shit. So we, you know, kind of hit it off. Yeah. And so he's always like, hey, man, I'm willing to, you know, buy whatever, you know, like, for lessons. Or, and I'm just like, nah, nah, it gives me workout, you know, whatever. It's all good. But I start getting to know this guy. And he's still, like, to me today, he's, like, one of my best friends. Close, close, dear, dear friend, friend of mine. But his dad was this, like, multimillionaire, like, gazillionaire fucking doctor who invented something to do with the heart to okay. fix it or whatever. And, uh, you know, they're filthy rich. His brother's in med school. His, you know, younger brother's in, like, you know, university for computers. Like, everybody, like, uh, I re- give you some context for this. Uh, Jake, I'm going to U of A to finish my law, uh, you know, go to law school or whatever. Can you help me move? He's got a house here. Nice fucking house, by the way, that yeah. the parents are completely paid. So you don't need roommates and shit. Mm-hmm. Um Brand new four uh, runner, beautiful vehicle. Uh, I go to his house and he goes, "Can you help me move some furniture up to Edmonton?" Yeah, sure, man. So I'm expecting to fucking load shit. So I pull up. There's a moving company outside. 
all these guys are carrying stuff out to the to the moving truck, and I'm like, what uh, what am yeah. I here for? And he's like, uh, yeah, you just held it, man. Just fucking hang out, bro. Just fucking supervise. <laughs> and I'm like, I came here to watch you watch other guys move fucking furniture. He's like, yeah, keep me company on the way to Ed- Edmonton, man. Oh, you were his so I jester. Was like, yeah, little... so I was like, what the fuck? Like, are you serious? Like, but anyway, the point being is that as I got to know this guy, this good friend of mine, you know, everything was paid for. Yeah, his parents gave him a credit card if he wanted to go out to eat. You know, savings account if he wanted to yeah. buy something major. Whatever. So I'm like, do you ever, like, can, does that person have the survival instinct that you have or that I have when you're learning to swindle fucking people out of money and learning life lessons. Is he going <laughs> to learn that lesson, man? Like, a rich guy, is he going to learn that fucking lesson? I hear this all the time, and I, I think they're, yeah, they make it. They're fine. They seem, pretty, <laughs> they seem okay out there. They you know, driving in their Audis. They all look great. <laughs> and everything, and their girlfriends are better looking than mine. And it's like, <laughs> okay, so you learned the lesson just a little bit later, but, like, you got all that, too. Well... Remember those marbles, idiot? You know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, I think they're fine. Man. They're 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 making their way. Making their way. They're doing just fine. I I don't know, man. I've been a shyster all my life. Where'd you get that from, though? Now, what do, how, where did you, you learn that? Were you from? the opposite, though, or were you like no, well I was off? bad too, man. But you know, okay. but no, we were well off. Uh, I should say that we were well off, but. Uh, uh, I think it was more of a, uh, you know, my older brother was fucking always getting into trouble. And, you know, he was into skateboarding and, and drinking and all this type of shit. So we'd skate, you know, people's friends' houses all day. We'd fucking hang out, cut cut school, do a bunch of stupid shit. Didn't really, like, wasn't really big into, like, smoking weed. But, you know, we'd drink every weekend and get fucked up, whatever, skip school and, uh, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Stupid shit. But nothing, like, major. We weren't, like, you know, breaking into cars and stuff like that. Okay. Nothing bad. That's like, good. Yeah. I never, I wasn't doing that. I wasn't breaking windows. You were more like, I'm going to fucking, you're like the guy with the cup with the ball underneath it, and you're like, yes, <laughs> that is me. Yeah. Which one, folks? Step right up, huh? And you just fucking out, I was out maneuver. selling alcohol to my locker in grade nine. Uh, yeah. I was getting Minute Maid cans and uh, pairing them with a shot of vodka. My, <laughs> grand, my granddad quit drinking, had all this liquor in the basement. Just as a shrine, like a memorial. <laughs> just to like remind, like it's weird. You just like put it up there. Just to show. To like tease him every day. Like he made it tough <laughs> I was on himself. Say, that'd like, be fucking hard to get do. Get rid of the booze, Grandpa. <laughs> but So he was probably fucking cheating. We know that now. That's But he would have been sipping man. on water after a while because I replaced it all and took it. No and way. And sold it, paired up $5 for a can and a shot. And I'd have people lined up at my locker. I like how and you say pair like like. Like, uh, it was a cocktail. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're fucking, you're a bartender at the school. Oh yeah, that's dynamite, man. It was a good product, and uh, <laughs> so they were lined, they product. were lined up for this. And I, I, you have to share a locker grid night. So my locker partner was like, not cool with the whole operation. <laughs> and I was like, I had to buy us new bikes to keep them like, sh- no, you know, man, like I had a, I had a shoe off. rack. I we had like a nice calendar. We had the nicest locker. He had a new bike. Like business was good. And uh, everybody was happy. Yeah, and then he started flipping out and getting all weird, and I had to shut down the whole operation. I had to call her quits <laughs> at the height of it. You know how much that hurt me as a you know as a shyster in grade nine. Profits were maximized. Oh my god! And couldn't couldn't I had to pull out because uh, oh, he was getting squirrely. This fucking nerd, huh? This nerd was gonna blow your cover. Jonathan, piece of shit. <laughs> Whatever happened to him? I have no idea. You ever look back at uh, the uh, friends from high school and shit like that, man? When did you graduate? Uh, like, oh, like, like uh, yesterday. Uh, it was like 2012. 
2010. 2010? Yeah, 2009, 2010, something like that. And this is going to be an actually an interesting litmus test. Do you talk to anybody? Do you hang out with any of your yeah. friends from high school? You do. Just like a one or two. Okay, but not like not like a group of friends. Yeah, that you I've had like. one friend since um, elementary school. Right. And so that's my longest. And then yeah, a couple from high school still. No shit. But you know what? Like, was Facebook coming out while I was like in grade nine or something like that? Right. Everyone linked up early, and we've all stayed connected online. No way. Like, they still comment and stuff on your yeah. – and you comment on theirs. You're not, like, getting together for drinks, but, right, like, right. you know what that other person's up to. Yeah, you kinda, so, you're kind of you involved a bit in their, in their life. Yeah. Like, I'm, keeping up to date. I link arms with almost everyone in high school, right? Yeah. So you grow up in that network. I wish it wasn't like that. I'd That's rather weird, though, not because know like them, I grew you know? up without obviously without all the social media stuff, you know, the keeping in contact. Like yeah. Facebook, all that stuff came a lot fucking later. But uh, it's funny now because uh, like this past weekend was uh, my oh, I don't even know what year it was high school reunion. Um, but it was uh, what they decided to do was get like three or four grades worth of people and then throw one big party instead of like doing it year by year or whatever. So they did like uh, whatever, like uh, uh, graduates from uh, uh, 1990 to 1995 or something. Would it be one big weekend of, you know, big party or whatever. So they rented this big arena and I, uh, I couldn't go because I had work obligations and stuff like that. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't make it down. <laughs> but I'm looking at the pictures yeah, and I'm just it? like, some people look exactly how they fucking did. 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Right. And there's some people who I'm just like, good fucking God, what happened? What, what happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> but then I think to myself, well, that's, you know, 30 years of fucking kids and, you know, a mortgage that's busting your ass and a fucking old man who probably just drinks beer and, and hangs out on the couch all day. Uh, but I'm sure there's some that you look at and go, Oh, good God, what happened to you? Like, <laughs> hello, like, what have you become? Definitely. Definitely. That was the creepy way of thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. <exactly>. <laughs> no, it's funny, though, because there are so many people, like, I, you know, obviously we would have never heard about this reunion unless we had connected online or whatever. But uh, I'll get friend requests from friends back in high school 20, 25 years ago, and I'm like, you know, you were kind of a dick. I don't know if I want to <laughs> fucking stay connected with you so yeah. much, but uh, maybe I'm just going to do it out of obligation, you know, or whatever. But uh, it's interesting, man. Like, what your perspective on, on the last six years I guess of, of staying connected with people and then I look online and I'm like fuck man I just passed like 25 years uh, graduating or, or you know however long it's been 20 years or whatever has it actually been that long? I graduated in 92 wow yeah man oh okay so 2002 2012 would have been uh, 20 years so uh, 14 15 years man, man you got to be in high school for the 80s holy shit you're which kind of brings me to my point you're kind of an 80s guy man you you appreciate the 80s i was born in 92 but make no mistake i grew up in the 80s <laughs> i was there you were you were you've got the soul of a of a someone who was in the 80s man i'm an only child and i just grew up listening to stories from my dad just talking about the 80s yeah. and like that was and we had basic it was basic cable and my dad's stories and mm. like yeah that's about a lot the of right both. fucking time because late 70s 80s what it was it was popular to have like a fucking T top Trans Am and feathered back hair and fucking muscles. It wasn't Brussels. just appropriate. It wasn't, it was, it, like, it wasn't mandatory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's to get your man card, you had to have that shit. And like a Camaro or like whatever you were driving was muscle cars. Every car was cooler. So that kind of makes sense, man. Your dad kind of 
Oh, he, he had them all. We're talking. 80s, he had a growing up. We're talking like Road Runner, '73 Cuda, '70 uh, One Charger. Uh, oh, a '73 Challenger as well. Like wow, the those were fucking tough cars, man. Challengers oh, were dynamite. That Trans Ams. Yeah, way cooler. I had a Toyota Camry. You know, <laughs> sweet. And like everyone in high school, Toyota Camry, everyone the blue torpedo, <laughs> you called it. <laughs> you know, people now are going to be like, "I got a smart car." <coughs> so, uh, so yeah, you must have gotten some of that, some of that machismo from the fucking eighties, man. Yeah, eighties <coughs> morals and values. Such a oh, just a man. way better generation. <coughs> it was, you know, it's funny. I look back at like Netflix. I watch uh, like you know sometimes I'll catch an old freaks and geeks or something like that, and I'm like, fuck, man. I remember that shit. And, and like, uh, you know, latch latch key kids were common. You know, every kid had a fucking house key around their neck on a string. And you go home and you let yourself in because your parents are yeah. working or whatever. And uh, you just sat at home and watched cartoons till your parents came home. And then it was fucking hightailing in for homework and shit. It seemed like the good old days, though. It, it was weird, man. Skateboarding was just Well, I think out. I would have liked to have been, like, out of school for the 80s. That seems like a lot of homework. You were kind of bogged down with some shit. You didn't really get to experience the 80s. Yeah, no, I guess not. I guess I not. want the tea roofs, okay? Yeah, I think want, it was around you know. 88 is when I first came to Canada. 88. So I do have a good recollection of, okay. of I was a freshman in high school. I was a freshman. Yeah. You landed. You saw the Oilers win a championship. You saw them mm. win two in a row, actually. I saw the Flames win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And then I saw the Olympics. Winter Olympics were here in Calgary. Oh, nice land. I moved, to a, uh, I moved to a town called Fort McLeod. It's about two and a half hours south of here in between Lethbridge and... Um, oh, shit. In between Lethbridge and, uh, like, Brockett, Pincher Creek area. Okay. Small town, about 5,000 people. And uh, my mom owned a hotel and a bar there. And it was right between two native reserves that didn't get along very well. And okay. so it was now kung, you've got kung my fu, interest. Now kung you've got, fu yeah. fucking theater yeah. there every weekend. Like, picture Roadhouse <laughs> with, like, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. So I grew up, yeah. Like, but that instead, was like my that, freshman year. That Machito guy or whatever his name is. What's that guy with all the scars <laughs> on his face? Machete? Machete. Machete. Be, be machete. Machete. Yeah, man. That's fucking crazy. Uh yeah, kung fu fucking theater every weekend. It was uh, it was uh, it was quite the quite. That's the like you grew man. up in the DMZ, like yeah, right on the line exactly, there. Exactly. Wow, crazy the tight shit, rope. man. Crazy shit. But uh, yeah, uh, interesting place. But uh, uh, so I've I've got uh, it's you know it's funny when you go back there. I'm actually thinking about putting on a show there. What do you think of that, man? I love it to go back to the hometown. You can come with me. You want to put on a show there, man? Okay. Uh, we're making plans right now, folks. We're going to cement this bitch. Um, is this how you have to do it on a podcast? I was actually, it, right? yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was looking at the venue today, and this is uh, this old Empress Theater that's there. And I was like, fuck, I wonder if they're still putting stuff on there. And they are. They're still putting on shows. they got drama workshops. Beautiful well, theater, Well, man. what's the conflict like? Where is the conflict resolved there? <laughs> is it still a war? It is. No, apparently it's, uh, it's uh, they're, they're doing quite fucking well down there, man. Yeah, Everyone. but the conflict. 
You said they're like each side was like fighting with each other. Oh yeah, yeah. No, those are just the reserves, man. The like the native reserves. Well, that's important. But but the town itself, <laughs> like they're like I yeah, I just think all my fucking high school buddies are still there. Well, from the looks of uh, the class reunion thing, it looked like an average weekend at the bar down there. Oh really? I don't think a lot of people left to be honest with you. Uh, but I think it'd be cool to put on a show there, man. To go back, there's a 327 seat theater. That is, uh, I think it'd be perfect. That for sounds a great, show, man. I still yeah. feel like you're overlooking the conflict there. <laughs> like, no, I think the conflict only happened in the bar. I think that was it. It was, right. uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, generations of people not getting along. It's crazy. So 270. Shit. How many were in your class? How many tickets do we already have sold? Let's do the math here. <laughs> I had like fucking 30 people in my graduating class. Boom. Man. I had like 30 people. How that... many people were in your grad class? Probably like a thousand. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't go to grad, man. <laughs> Yo, there's people that go to grad and don't go to grad. And you were you were like the funds. Never go to grad. <laughs> you never go to grad. No. That's the worst. Oh, man. I think, Come on. Uh, no, I had to actually go once for, I think, yeah, it was university. Something I would, like, even worse. Like, I don't even, <laughs> that's awful. It was the two-year diploma university. Uh, oh, yeah. And my yeah, grandparents yeah. were, like, so Head- set on seeing me graduate. It meant I so much to them. They just want a fucking picture for the China cabinet I don't with know. you in a cap and gown, for I God's sake. don't know. They're so old. It's fashion. They just that mattered to them. Yeah. It's like, guys, it, it doesn't. People, it does man. not matter. We have the piece of paper right here. It says diploma. We can move on. <laughs> we don't have to, like, wait for two hours for our name to get called and, like, Try not to trip on a stage. <laughs> Fuck that. No, but I mean, that's like every fucking grandparent's house, man. You go to their house, and on the mantle is a nice picture of granny. So much. Grandson. And so grand- many mantles. So yeah. many pictures. Got, they got to keep it going, man. What's going to happen when when, uh, when we phase all that shit out, dude? What's going to happen with our cell? Are we going to put our cell phones on the fucking mantle? Yeah. Because we're eventually just joke. not printing pictures anymore? Is that, is that what the deal is now? I love printed pictures, but you're right. It just doesn't happen. I thought about that. It's like, cool to discover an old photo album. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's the same thing. I had a, a buddy, uh, well, I shouldn't say a buddy, just a guy that I, I ended up meeting. Uh, and I said, oh, you know, we're bullshitting back and forth. I said, oh, you got any kids or whatever? He says, yeah, yeah, I got uh, two boys, two boys. Pulls out the wallet. Velcro. Yes. Mind you, fucking Velcro wallet. Bang, Pulls bang. out the wallet and gives me the fucking flip through the pictures. Wow. And I was like... The year was 1993. <laughs> I'm like, who puts fucking... That's so dad of him. Isn't it? All the girls are like, aww. Hearing that, like, that's nice. I think girls are into that. I don't know. I don't know what women are into, man. Yo, my photo album, my book, my thing at home. Uh, on the so on the back of your photos, what's written? Like, like the date, the time, yeah, like the place, yeah, right? Yeah. On the back of all of my family photos is my dad's body weight and the vehicle <laughs> he was driving at the time. Not a joke, dude. That is genius. Not a joke. Straight Get up. The fuck that's out of here. how he tells time. That's how every all his stories that I heard are categorized by. Well, you'd be, he'd start a story and be like, okay, well, I don't know what, I was like 185, had to dodge Challenger, and then you jump into a story, and I would always think in my head, like, Dad, we do not need that information ever. But <laughs> so that's people how look at the pictures, you're yeah. like, oh, this is a beautiful picture of your son, who's 5'11", yeah, 184. <laughs> just, just his life was just chapters of like... Muscle and horsepower. That's all he cared that about. That is fucking. So that like badass. my like the day he met my mom to him is like one eighty five Dodge Challenger. Like I was born, oh. you know, like one seventy. 
you know, Kuda in his head. That's me. <laughs> Surprised he didn't name you after like a, a fucking cylinder or something, some type of a car part. Oh, well, close. He named me after a wrestler, Brett the Hitman Hart. Okay. <laughs> the sharpshooter. Shut up. Of course you are he not did. named yes, after Brett the Hitman Hart. I am hundred percent. And you just didn't like how it was one T in Brett's name, so he improved it. He gave me two T's. Get Which I think is town. the superior way to spell Brett. Oh, it definitely is. I wouldn't have thought about spelling that any other way. Superior. No shit. So yeah, I'm named Brett after a wrestler. My dad looked like a wrestler. Still does. That is fucking crazy, man. Yeah, he was a weirdo. I found out my mom was a... Uh... Nah, actually, never mind. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right we're going to take one quick break here. Hang on one second. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So I did get busted doing that, dude. I got so this is this is what happened is uh, coming out of high school. Uh, I thought I wanted to become an actor, a thespian, and uh, I was in all the fucking plays in school and everything. I loved it. I loved uh, I loved theater. I loved all this stuff. I was applying to all these places, and uh, Mount Royal College at the time had a really great theater program. Okay. So I apply there. I have to audition, and right off the bat, it's fucking hilarious because there's. Uh, uh, there's 30 spots and there's about 280 kids outside from all over the province or wherever, all over the Canada. And they're all there to audition to see who's got it. Okay. And who doesn't have the chops. And so you see these like grown men in tights and they're like doing fucking Shakespeare in the hall and they're reciting <laughs> all this stuff. And I'm just sitting there going like, fuck, I just wrote like this angry monologue about my father leaving me and you know, all this stuff. Right. So dark. Yeah. Dark. I decided to go with the darkness. There right? was so, no interpretive dance in your routine. <laughs> no interpretive dance. I would like to see where this story ends up. Oh, yeah, man. Wow. So you should have seen the fucking people in this lineup, man. It was classic. Uh, you know, people that would, like, they blew their, their they blew their audition so they'd run out crying with their, you know, face in their hands. And, you know, very emotional. Right? Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Oh, yeah. Performers are very emotional people. Uh, so uh, so I'm standing in line. I get into this program. I get into Mount Royal, and I'm a uh, first-year student or whatever. And, um, and uh <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay. What? How old were you? Oh, fuck. Uh, 17, 18? It's like, were you thin? Yeah. Were you a big fella? No. You're thin. Okay, because yeah. I cannot picture big fella Jake doing, like, doing this. Go well, I kind of, like, I, I was, I would think I was husky. I was husky. I wasn't, I wasn't fat. I wasn't, like, you super big. You thin and sharp in this story. Thin and sharp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I was, I was looking good. I was walking tall. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, so I go to school there. And uh, one of the one of the classes you have to take is like voice class or whatever, so or okay. movement or I don't know some fucking bullshit. Uh, and and so they're you know writing papers and all this stuff. And this paper comes up, and I'm just like I don't fucking know, man. Like I don't know what to write. So I just start looking through material and books or whatever, and I'm just like take a sentence here and a sentence there, and then probably about enough for a paragraph or whatever. Okay. And uh, I turn it in. And there was like 20-something people in my class or whatever. So I'm thinking, okay, he's going to skim through this shit. Who's going to fucking read, you know, that many essays or that many And what papers? was the assignment? What did you actually have it to do? It was something, you know, something to do with uh, with uh, the history of voice, uh, uh, you know, in the importance of speech and, you know, thespian language and the medieval, you know, like whatever, like Shakespeare. Just some weird pretty, fucking assignment. Pretty broad question. Yeah, yeah. Like just uh, – like. Something something ridiculous. I didn't even okay. remember what the fuck it was. And uh, I just remember, like, you know, like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't, you know, like, I don't know what to write. This is just ridiculous. So I fucking just copied a bunch of shit, like a paragraph worth. Uh, and it was like a, f- I don't know, three or four page paper. And I probably bullshitted the rest of my way through. And um, 
Yeah, he fucking calls me to the office, and he's like, "Wow." Yeah, he goes, uh, "Hey, can you read this paragraph for me?" That's and he's how got they it do it. Circled, That's right? how they do it. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, "Yeah, sure." So I, I can read it like I wrote it, right? And he goes, "It's very convincing. Like it was like a doctor, you know, yeah. fucking Clouseau mystery." Right? They love to watch They'd you love... cook yeah. under that light and Thank read you. the work that you know is stolen. They love to sit back and watch you just yeah. just fall apart. Just the insides burning. Yeah, mm-hmm. going like, "Fuck, I am fucked right now." Yeah. And so, of course, I'm playing it as long as I can. I'm pulling the Brett Forte and the marble thing. You're trying. I'm going hard. And I'm sticking to it. I'm like, yeah, that's... Uh, and he goes, what does it mean? Or, you know, what does that mean? Or whatever. He starts picking it apart, right? And I'm like... I just said, you know what? I go, uh, I guess you're pointing that out because it's not my work. And he goes, precisely. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, technically, I can kick you out of college for this. Or university or whatever, right? And I'm like... But you're going to suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh my god! I probably would have sucked it had he out had he had he offered it at the time. I couldn't imagine telling my mother getting kicked out of school. So uh, yeah, so he's like, uh, uh, I can kick you out of school for this. This is plagiarism, and you know, da, yeah. da, da. and he and I'm like, yeah. I said, I, I I don't know what to tell you. I said, I you know, drew a blank or whatever, and and I just you know, I, it was getting late, and I just wanted to wrap it up, and uh, I said I was lazy. He's like, don't ever let it happen again, or whatever. But same guy's a traffic cop now, apparently. That's <laughs> like, because that's so traffic cop of him. Yeah, man. So like, I was you like, know, I could impound your vehicle, but today I'm just going to let you off with a warning. Yeah, you know? wink, wink, right, and then fucking off you go. But yeah, that was like that scared the fuck out of me, man. Because I was like, holy shit, you this learned guy, a lesson. Yeah, you bought reads. your seven hundred dollars worth of marbles, and you fucking learned a lesson. <laughs> How dare you equivocate that? And to look what you have marbles. now—a beautiful place in Cochrane in a studio. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is the only reason I drove 40 minutes to come, because you refer to it as my studio. Yes. If you said yeah. my place, fuck that. 40 yeah, minutes to your like, place? Yeah, you think no. I'm going to hang out in your basement with your fucking, uh, <laughs> with your kids running around everywhere? That's oh, what man. I do with my place. I live in Copperfield, deep south of Calgary. Holy shit. It's 30 minutes to get there from downtown. I don't tell people. You're in Copperfield, It's man? a 30-minute 30, uh, 30 ride to my place. Yeah. It's my cabin. It's don't 30 never... minutes to the cabin. <laughs> oh, I'm there. I'm there. The cabin? That yeah. sounds sweet. Yeah. I'm going to start calling this the estate. What do you think? Come visit me at the, the estate. Studio's cooler. Studio's yeah, the studio cooler. is good? Yeah. yeah. And it's a good studio. What do you think, man? Uh, we'll look at the size of this monitor you have. This iPad monitor. What is yeah. this called? What this is this? Uh, iMac. This is this an is iMac. This is a 36-inch monitor yeah. for it's a, a good-looking monitor. It's too much monitor. It might but be. But it really shows you're the boss. It's got some here. balls around here, right? Yeah. Excuse me. What do you think about the painting, man? It's dynamite, huh? A buddy mind yeah, did the that. painting. All the listeners can see right now. Sean Toma. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think? You can tell like, I work in radio. Listening? You like it, right? I work in radio. Cool. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, you uh, got cooked under the light by that guy because yeah. you played what was your? Yeah, what happened to you, man? Um, Let's hear this. And then you eventually, you gave in. That's That I was your mistake. Yeah. Okay. I sucked his dick. <laughs> Grade eight, same thing happened to me. It was just like you had to make a quick brochure on something. Right. Uh, you know, evening of, I was like, ah, fuck it. Copy, paste. <laughs> I had the internet. It was a straight up control C, control V job. <laughs> Maybe it was like a font change. <laughs> and that got handy. Like, just so much confidence. Like, Curry with the shot. And oh, he yeah. turns away and just goes to the bench while the ball's in midair. Yeah, and winks. Like, yeah. It's going to be good. Well, yeah. The ball rimmed out hard. It was <laughs> it a brick short. because she pulls me to the desk. Same thing. She goes, 
Hey Brett, uh, so this is your assignment here, and this is what I found online. Do you, do, <laughs> do you want to have a look at this? And I, with what did she want it, man? Guy, yeah. I go like this. Oh, good, you found it. <laughs> now it's her turn to talk. Okay, I said my words. Oh, good, you found it. Oh, good, she you found it. She looks at me. She goes, hmm. Oh my God. And I go, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually making money off of this. There's an account you can sign up for, tryond.com. Um, I just, you know, since I have to do all this homework, I put it on this website. This website pays you pennies per view. No. And I think, I, you know, why not go two birds with one stone and also make a little bit of cash on the side for doing all this homework? I just, you know, copy paste it right to it. And I obviously don't use my name because I don't want. You, you know, it's slick not safe. son of a bitch. And her fucking her head was spinning. She didn't know what Get to do. She was like, out "Oh, of here. Uh, so what is this account that you you mentioned? What what try, try on? And try on is a real place, and it does exactly what I just said. It sells. I knew about that. I actually used it for a bit, and it was the perfect cover. No. And yeah, and I even signed in. I said, "Yeah, here's the back room." You know, I didn't obviously Jeez, show her the man. article. She's like, okay, well, please just uh, wait a little bit. Allow me to mark them first, please. Oh and I my sat God. down just like, yeah. Holy shit. Sto- stared the devil in the face. <laughs> okay, pal? That's the Kurt Russell in you. Yeah. That, That's yeah. the Kurt Russell in That's you, man. That's the Brent. Jeans That's the Brent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, man. I don't know why I did it. Is I this just... all stuff that you just you were keeping at the ready? And you were waiting to get called out. You had it in the arsenal, or did you just make it like fucking like when they when someone burns you on something? Do you just are you thinking while they're talking? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're thinking frantically. <laughs> you're thinking so there's it is you are a maniac underneath your skin, but on the outside you're cool. You're just like hmm? I don't know what you're talking about. But on the inside, holy shit, there's charts and like grabs math, and so much math on. He just tortures kids, man, that guy. Oh, man. That's dynamite. But, yeah, dude, you used to do a lot of, like, little interrogation stuff, you know, body mirroring. But they they send you to these courses, right? I used to go to, like, Austin, Texas, and they would send me to these interrogation courses on, you know. So that's why, like, when you quit working for the state, they fucking give you the gears, man. They tell you. They're like, hey, you know, we invested a couple hundred thousand dollars in training in you. You know, we can't just have you leave. Like, you got to, you know. It's not just a summer job. It's got a, kind of like a career, right? They want you to stick around forever. So they kind of invest in all these courses. But, yeah, we did interrogation stuff. We did, like, you know, witness uh, uh, body language courses. Like, just a bunch of, you know, interview methods, interrogation okay. methods. You One know, of my favorite stuff, yeah. shows was called Lie to Me. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, that's a great – that was a great show. And the guy watches the facial expressions. Right. And knows if you're lying or not because your eyebrow twitched or something like that. Whether it's real or plausible or actually, what do you think? Is it actually real? I think there's, I think, I think it's possible that that guy probably had such a good read on facial expressions that he has probably interviewed a million people and had seen it. Okay, it's it's plausible, but for the sake of TV, who knows? You know what I mean? I've seen some nasty shit happen behind the scenes. Brilliant idea, though. It is. And there's people out there that are like, you know, witness or you know, experts in, in body language reading and stuff like that. I wouldn't say I'm I'm that great, but you just like you you know, you fuck with people's yeah, minds yeah. a bit, right? Yeah. Like one of the tricks we used to do all the time would be like, um, okay, I'm gonna ask you four questions. Yeah. And I want you to lie to me on each one. Okay. Yeah. So just I just want it's not the truth, right? Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah. All right. Uh 
What city are you from? Dakota. Dakota. <laughs> okay. Uh, what kind of car do you drive? A Honda Accent. <laughs> um, what neighborhood do you live in? Shaughnessy. Okay, so clearly you've played this game before, right? Yes. <laughs> you have. You've played this game before. Yes. I'm lying to you. I'm supposed to be lying to you right now. <laughs> but see, that's the difference, is that nine times out of ten, people will say, uh, no, I've never played this game before. And oh, you're like, oh, really? Because you just told me. And the they'll give truth. up. They'll give up. Yeah, you right? just saw. I'm not giving you're, up. Yeah, you've, giving got, up. you've got a criminal gangster mind. Man. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love that's it. That's a... Ch- you put a child's toy in front of me there that's you're not breaking me with that are you kidding me i'm breaking you i'm coming back at you but that's but so many people will do that man some people will say like oh that's yeah no okay yeah, no, yeah. I have it. you know what i mean uh so it's all just like it's it's uh it's just a play on that's hurt, a game so. by the way guys use at bars to uh bet girls for drinks shit like that what do you mean like what do they do um you know like i bet i i bet you can't lie to me four times you right. know in a row right uh if if you fail, uh, you buy the drinks. Oh, I but, see. Okay. But if you can, like if you can lie game. to me four times in a row, I'll buy you a I'll drink. A drink. And you're gonna saying, yeah, fuck, let's go. Oh, I and see. She, okay. She's a dummy okay. at the end, and then he goes, yeah. ha. And then the girl goes, oh, you got me, ha. They laugh, and then boom, you're, you know, it's like a pickup technique. I actually like looked into that shit when Did I you? was 18 to like 20. I lived 10 blocks away from the roadhouse. Yeah. The dirty fucking oh, roadhouse, yeah. right? Which I loved. I like. I thought it was a great bar. Right. Um, don't, it's kind of like a Nickelback thing. Like everyone just shit on it and I don't <laughs> see why, but, uh, yeah. So I would go there like every weekend and then like I was making it a game, like going after women and stuff like that. And I know that book came out called the game. I never read yeah, that, but Neil it's, Strauss. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. The guy who picked same up principles. Britney Spears or whatever. Yeah. Right. And you learn to like neg girls. Like you have right. to make fun of them instead of like complimenting Opening up them. with a compliment. Yeah. And, but the science behind it's a hundred percent. Yeah. You tell a beautiful girl that she's beautiful, she knows immediately what you're in it for. Right. She knows exactly what you want. Now she can play defense. She can play hard to get. Yeah. But if you come in under the radar and just like start a conversation and you slide in without, you know, complimenting her, right. all of a sudden you're building rapport and she's off her guard. Gotcha. And it's so much better. I hate I don't like it. So but but, but you were is. like kind of a subscriber to this to this because uh, who was it that Neil Strauss kind of emulated though? He there, there was a I have there no was idea. a guy. I, like I oh said, you yeah. never got involved. I never in got community, involved in that, that thing. thing. No, no. There were some guys I know that. No, were I was really... not in the pickup artistry community. <laughs> Come do, on, no, no, man. no. Do not paint me with There's that There's a brush. lot of people that have been involved. I didn't have Ed Hardy shirts, and I didn't like True dangle my BMW keychain at the bar and stuff like like all the. I didn't have white pointy shoes. Um, I didn't. I didn't dance or beat that beat up, <laughs> beat that beat Jersey Shore song. I didn't fist bump, bro. I don't drift, bro. Oh my god! I don't have a lowered prelude with a three-inch exhaust, bro. <laughs> you you insinuated all of that by asking that question. I think you just. Uh, I think you just described half of Calgary. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brett Forte, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, uh, where can people find you, Brett? Fucking in person. In person? You don't have a yeah, website yeah. set up or anything? Yeah, well, you know what? We're working on the website right now, but you can just Who are all these people that are working on websites? We, I have a you. team. I guess. <laughs> There's people but involved. People are on it. There's people right. involved in this. But in the meantime, Brett underscore Forte. Perfect, man. And Brett Forte on Instagram. How about that? All right, brother. Thanks for stopping in, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you.
All right, folks, there you have it, the interview with Mr. Brett Forte. Thank you, my friend, for coming out here twice. That is awesome. I'm glad we can have you in studio. Hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. Very funny, very talented. Go check him out live. He's absolutely hilarious, Mr. Brett Forte. Hey, on behalf of myself, your host, Jake Hirsch, and the entire crew at Yuck Yucks, of course, all of our locations all across the country, Mr. Mark Breslin, executive producer, Kira Williams, and, of course, our webmaster, Camille Sirovi. And I would be remiss not to mention my boy, Lane Argue, the man who lays down the acoustic jams for this uh, wonderful podcast. Check him out, Lane Argue, folks. Uh, website is in the description. We got some awesome shows. I cannot wait to tell you who we got coming up. And I'm working on some shows, too. So I, this is this is fabulous. We're going to make some big announcements here coming up. And, uh, yeah, we've got still something, a little something special in store for you for one-year anniversary. I will see you next week.